0: This city is dead, he said it out loud to a crow. The big black crow was perched on the concrete railing that ran mostly intact around the rubbled terrace. They were 30 stories above the flooded street where dusk darkened the floodwater to indigo. The crow heard, tilted a glare at him. Smoke went on. This city is dead and I'm someone. I'm still someone. Being here hasn't helped. He spoke to the crow and to the clammy, acidic breeze. It smelled like a ruptured car battery that lifted the edges of the rain-caked stack of printouts some looter had tossed onto the terrace. I'm still smoke, Jack Brendan smoke, or Brendan Jack smoke, or smoke Jack Brendan. Mix it up the way you want. It's still there. I thought I would leech off here, crow. Like. He paused, not sure if he was speaking aloud or thinking it now, and wondering which it was. He shrugged and went on. Like you have a pan of water, nothing else, just dead, flat, calm water. And you pour, say, a little ink into it, and the ink spreads out, gets all diluted in a few days, and you can't see it anymore. But it didn't work. The ink is still there. I'm still Smoke. I could leave Amsterdam, Crow. I might not be Jack Smoke where there's enough people, lost in a crowd. I could go to Paris. There's still a lot of people in Paris. The crow's claws made a skittering sound as it shifted on its perch, shifted a little closer to him. It occurred to Smoke that the crow might not be real, might be a cybernetic fake but he was past caring. Smoke put his hands on the railing, felt the concrete's cold, bite his palms. He looked at his hands. They seemed creatures apart from him, claw-like gray things with horny, overgrown yellow nails. He looked that way, all of him. Claw-like, gaunt, dark with grime, his layers of scavenged shirts and jackets and pants gone all raggedy-edged and uniformly dirt-colored, so he looked like a crow himself in molting. He had long matted black hair and beard, and a bird's bright black eyes and an eagle-beak nose. He chuckled softly, thinking that perhaps the crow had mistaken him for one of its own. It'd be better to be a crow, Smoke said. He looked away from his hands, out over the railing at the city, the necropolis. This section of Amsterdam was relatively intact, as if mummified, and that amplified the absence of human movement. As if someone had thrown a switch that simply turned off the people the way you'd switch off a hologram. Click, zip, they're gone. Smoke tried to visualize Amsterdam the way it had been just five years ago. The streets feverish with cars and buses, most of them self-driving and electric. Traffic pulsing on the bridges of the city of one thousand and one bridges. Flat barges gliding on the Amstel and on sedate tree-shaded canals flowing slow and thick as green candle wax. It was a city built in rings of streets and canals, most of the architecture remaining as it had been, gabled and red-bricked, when it was built in the 17th century. The city had permitted only a few high-rises in certain zones, like the shell smoke and the crow perched in now. Now, and all was the same as five minutes ago, except it was just a dilute ink wash darker. There was no going back in time. There was only going forward, one second at a time, as things fell apart. The clammy wind soughed like an ache through the concrete corridors. The flood made a hollow whoosh like the sea heard in a seashell. The overcast sky was a lowering ceiling of smudged charcoal black on charcoal gray. The upper reaches of the high-rise faded into cloud, as if the building became less real as it went up and was entirely imaginary at its peak.